When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Big Fish Small Pod. I'm A.T. Werdahl, and honestly, if you've with us still, with us this far, with us at all, thank you so much for your attention, appreciation, just everything that you do, everything that you bring to Fish Stripes is what makes baseball fun no matter what a little bit. Um, I, I mean, I mean that seriously. I, I, I mean that in all earnest. Um, the fact is that this... Uh, Marlins series has been rough with the New York Mets. It's been upsetting. It's happened amidst just like a like a climate catastrophe. Um, and then just like toxicity amongst fans and players and owners and presidents and a DWI for a GM. It's been a rough week. It's in like Marlins baseball in the National League He's just from that like microscopic spot. Um, I totally just wanted to, like, start with that, uh, before moving into the game itself. Uh, Eli Sussman has an interview with J.J. Cooper of Baseball America, also on the pod, so definitely, like, check that out, too. Um, so I'm kind of gonna skirt around the minor league talk on this episode just because of that. Um, totally tune into that, too. But really, where the Marlins game was at last night, um, Sandy got the start against Carlos Carrasco, Two just, like, great pitchers. Um, I, I, to my mind, Sandy is the more, like, established, like, ace ca- like ace caliber pitcher with, like, the durability behind it to go deep into games and get, like, all that done and be, like, an intelligent leader uh, for the Marlins. But, I mean, Carlos Carrasco is, to some extent, not as much of a focal point. I don't know, like, how he is as a person at all so much as I know he has amazing stuff. So much as I know he's been good for the Mets and the Indians, and I, at least I, I think that. Uh, I'm kind of guessing about the Indians, I do seem to recall that. Um, I didn't need to tip my hand there to you, certainly not, but I'm A.T. Werdahl. I just want to introduce myself as, like, a commentator to some extent. Uh, I've been doing this podcast for the year, uh, you know, uh, like we all have. It's been a good journey here at Fish Stripes. Admittedly, at times, I haven't known what to talk about. Um, I still don't know what to talk about. I'm not quite sure what you like to listen to yourself as the listener. So, like, totally, if you'd like us to stop talking about something or start talking about something different, um, give us a shout. Uh, I'm on Twitter at ATWerdahl or WerdahlAT. I really don't know. But if I were going to try and find it myself, I'd be able to find it in an instant with either one of those pieces of information. Anyways, 
last night's game, kind of an electric start. Um, announced attendance at City Field was 27, 737. Uh, pretty interesting in my mind. Um, highest attendance of the series for the Mets. Um, obviously something to be said for the fact that like higher numbers mean more people just needing something um, just to escape, which is like a great thing that baseball can provide. Um, just to an evening. And also the fact that I really thought that the Mets had higher attendance numbers. Um, I just did. I don't know anything to say about that. I just back pocket noted from the box score this morning. As the game got underway, Miguel Rojas took the first pitch from Carlos Carrasco deep. Uh, really curious, like, how exactly that went down was he like really like attuned to something Carlos does every game or just had a really strong suspicion or maybe he just really just saw through the guy I don't know um but Jazz followed with a double that he really just like worked for uh went deep into the count and just like got a pitch he could take and he did <laughs> um Jesus Aguilar brought him in Put the Marlins ahead pretty good, pretty early. But Jonathan VR hit the first pitch from Sandy out of the park. Um, pretty miraculously so. Just, I don't know, magical to an extent. But dramatically tone setting. The Mets got ahead fast in the fourth inning. Brandon Nimmo, soft single to Isan. And then thrown just away. Um, it seemed like he just tried to make a play just out of his shoes, uh, and he seemed just tight in the body. Um, I don't really, like, I'm no expert at, like, scouting ball players by any stretch of the imagination, but to my eye, what I saw was something that seemed paralleled in his swings, just, like, a swing with a lot of holes in it, and, like, a stiffness with the body throwing. There wasn't, like, like that fundamental, like, looseness that you see in, like, a really good baseball player. One that can like bring it every day, like a Juan Pierre, and there also wasn't like that like like wickedness of like just ability that you see with like a, like a Brian Anderson at third base, just like making just amazing throws, um, and sometimes like amazing swings. Uh, I I mean I don't know if there's like a direct correlation between that, but this is like totally different skills, but still athleticism. On the next play, Francisco Lindor doubled, really just like brought home Nemo. Um, then a Bach brought home Francisco Lindor after a Pete Alonso ground out had moved into third. Bach brought home the run, gave the lead to the Mets, and it wasn't until like the sixth inning that the Marlins got something going again. After a Miguel Rojas leadoff single, uh, Jazz struck out. Certainly not a highlight, but like it is how it happened. Jazz has still like done that sometimes. He hasn't really like stabilized his bat yet. We see all these talents, but he's not like established as you're like everyday major leaguer gonna be a good hitter every at bat too. It's, I mean, a hard thing to do. Uh, certainly takes a lot of focus. Just in the dugout, paying attention to the pitcher. And if you wanna be on, you have to like really wanna be on at the major league level. So 
Jazz probably just missing pitches, not quite there with the eye yet. I mean, physically not fully developed either. So, I mean, inconsistencies just might be the nature for a young hitter like Jazz. Still, like we're talking potential Hall of Fame talent. Uh, Jesus Aguilar then walked Jesus Sanchez after Carlos Carrasco was chased after the Aguilar walk. Aaron Loop came in, walked Jesus Sanchez, then Lewis Brinson. That scored Miguel Rojas. Game was tied from that moment. Tie game in the sixth, three to three score. Isan Diaz to the plate would be facing a tough lefty, Aaron Loop. Sandy Leon came in for the pinch hit and platoon advantage. He, he struck out, uh, then Jorge Alfaro grounded out to end the inning without any more runs coming across. And in the seventh, the Mets got to Sandy again. Jeff McNeil singled. Patrick Mazika singled behind him. Jesus Sanchez made an error. Jeff McNeil made it to third. Then uh, Dominic Smith single scored Jeff McNeil. And that was the game. Sandy's final line, six and a third inning. Eight hits, four runs, all earned. Zero walks, six strikeouts, and that home run to lead off the game. 98 pitches, and Sandy was fully there, but a focused Mets attack was able to get it done when it counted. Eight hits in total for New York, four for Miami. A one-run game, nearly the entire game. After the decision, Blyer and Bender were good. Didn't allow a hit and across five batters striking out three. As far as other news, Zach Thompson is allegedly moving into the John Curtis quote role in the bullpen where he'll be kind of given those like early innings in like a game where the starter has some trouble thinking like the third to sixth inning might do some bulk. Um, one run, like just one inning here or there, one plus inning here or there in the middle innings. Um, expect him to like play about as often as John Curtis did. Imagine we'll see him this weekend at Lone Depot Park against the Philadelphia Phillies. Jesus Luzardo gets the start tonight. Going against Kyle Gibson. Someone who you might not even recognize as a Philly, but is 10 and 5 with a 294 ERA with behind 116 strikeouts. Game time is 7-10. Fish Stripes Live will get us more on the ground before then after this nasty sweep out of New York. They'll be with you at 6-10. Stay tuned also to the podcast network for Eli's interview with JJ Cooper. For now, I've been A.T. Riddle.